Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am really excited to have my special guest, Peggy Benson on and we'll bring her on screen in just a moment but first just a couple of announcements so if you're watching this here on facebook we would love your comments um, if you're watching on youtube please like and subscribe to the channel and comments are always welcome and if you're listening on any of the podcast outlets thank you so much and just keep tuning in each week for new guests if you are going to be coming to the big island of hawaii come see me on one of my big island ufo tours and let me teach you how to look at the night sky in a whole new way and for any of my products or services you can find them at drlisajthompson.com mysticmanta.com and bigislandufotours.com so without further ado we're going to bring peggy onto screen hello hi. peggy hi Aloha. So let me um, just share a little bit about you to the audience because you have a lot that you do. So Peggy Benson is an elemental space clearer light worker, intuitive, advanced integrated energy therapy practitioner, visionary, certified yoga teacher, and creator of Mojo Mist. Ever since she was a child, she was very sensitive to the energy around her. Once she started studying intuition, meditating, and connecting with spirit, her clairaudience, clairvoyance, and claircognizance abilities came flooding in. Her goal is to guide you in freeing up space in your mind, body, spirit, and home to allow deep healing and to raise the vibration of the universe. Welcome, 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 Peggy. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here, Lisa. It's great to meet yeah. you finally. I know it's our first like live conversation. And so I, um, because of that, like I, it's going to be fresh. So um, I would love for you to share with me in the audience um, first, how you grew up, what kind of household, because I know you're in Minnesota and um, a smaller town in Minnesota. And so I'm just kind of curious, like, how, like how'd you grow up religious, spiritual, something else, and then getting into the work that you do. Okay. Yeah. So I grew up um, in a small town in Minnesota and it's very Scandinavian here where I'm at. Uh, I'm Scandinavian myself and uh, um, a religious background is, was Catholicism growing up. And, um, you know, I just had a regular family. Um, you know, I have a couple of uh, one of my fond memories of being a kid was is my grandma would come over on Saturdays and we'd play games or cards or dice or things like that and always have a little little bit of uh, um, coffee and and uh, treats, you know, at, at three o'clock. So that was pretty common. Uh, and then, you know, as I grew up and I've, I've stayed here my whole life and uh, have dabbled in with the spiritual work and um, as the years have gone past, I've, I've gotten that stronger connection, done some ring with some of our same mentors like Sonny Don Johnston and Jody Harvilla and things like that. And uh, it's just been a great experience um, developing um, this intuition and it makes, you know, your your life run smoother um, with space clearing, you know, and uh, and I'm so happy to share it with everyone. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So the transition from Catholicism though mm -hmm. into the spiritual work, 
because would you consider yourself still Catholic? Are you a practicing Catholic? No, no, I'd say I'm more of a probably a Lutheran Buddhist. Okay. <laughs> Lutheran Buddhist. Yeah. Okay. So then, so that transition away from Catholicism into the spiritual work, how did your family um, handle that? It's been very open and, you know, yoga kind of helped with that transition too. Uh, it's been very hand in hand with, with uh, the spirit work that I do. Okay. So, you know, um, um, based on your, with yoga, we, we practice the intentions and of our poses and it just, flows off your mat into your life. Okay. That's a beautiful way to look at it. So was yoga the first thing that you started doing professionally? Yes, I did. So I've been a yoga student now for 20 years, uh, over 20 years, probably 21 now, now that we're in a new year. And, um, you know, I've met some wonderful people uh, through that community and um, just practice. And then in 2016, I decided, well, I love yoga so much, I might as well be a teacher. So I went to yoga teacher training. And uh, I also am uh, a meditation teacher as well. Okay. So um, I just keep telling me about that progression of like, so you're doing yoga, you become a teacher, mm -hmm. you're meditating. So then you start teaching meditation. Mm -hmm. And then what, what came next after that? And then I've been, you know, dabbling with, had went to some retreats and workshops and things like that and really just fell in love with, with that. Um, and then I decided to pursue my space clearing uh, with Denise Lynn, who's you may know Denise Lynn is a space clearer and she's just a wonderful, wonderful person um, who's taught me so much. Uh, Jody Harvilla is also one of my space clearing mentors. and. Um, so it's been a great progression, um, from, from the yoga to the space circle, really. And, you know, with the space clearing, you're not only clearing your home, you're clearing your mind, body, and spirit as well. Mm. Just, just like you would in a yoga practice. Um, our space that we live in, you know, is to be supportive of, of us. And if you remember Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz said, there's no place like home. Yes. And did you know that one in 11 people in America have a storage unit because we just are bombarded with possession? Mm -hmm. Yes. And things and clutter. <laughs> and you, Lisa, deal with UFOs, but a different type of UFO than what I'm going to talk about. So a UFO in my world is an unidentified frozen object. So when you <laughs> make things and, you know, I'll freeze them and I'll eat them later and then you take them out months later and say, well, what was this? <laughs> I love that's that. One, that's one great place to start with clutter clearing because with your space, uh, oftentimes people are so overwhelmed, they have where to begin. And that's a great first step. And Denise's principle that she taught me is, do you love it or use it? Mm. And if the answer is no to both of those, then it's clutter. Yeah. I love that. Well, and I, in my former life, pre, pre uh, galactic ambassador, I, you know, did um, design and staging mm -hmm. and clutter clearing and all of that. And feng shui. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
So I, I love that you have that Denise Lynn connection. I didn't realize that we had that connection. And then of course, Jody is one of my sisters. I love Jody. So um, amazing. Okay. So tell, cause you know, I understand the importance of clutter clearing, but let's, let's just talk about like, what it can do like, or why, first of all, why is clutter bad for us? Well, clutter, you know, if you have a storage unit, that's a financial burden. You know, you're paying for this space that, that you're not even really out of it. It's, it's not useful. Um, mm -hmm. And when we have clutter around us, our mind tends to become cluttered and it's hard to make decisions. It's hard to be open to receive goodness and abundance and prosperity. Uh, you know, sometimes you feel like a tornado, you know, when you're not grounded. Mm -hmm. And so by having space, you're able to, to flow and flow with life. And you're able to deal with situations and circumstances a lot cluttered and, and full, so to speak. Uh, your house, you know, if you think of your front door, that's the mouth of your house. So what goes in and out? Okay. I You're letting in. And what are you, what are you throwing out? Um, and of course the windows are the eyes of your home. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what do you see? And, you know, nobody ever likes to clean the windows, I don't think, but uh, you know, it's something necessary to do because we see a fresh view of new perspective with, and doing those types of tasks, like nobody wants to clean the toilet or uh, wash the dishes, but it's showing your home some love and tender, loving care. So I, just as you would do that with yourself, with self cares, maybe you're doing massages or Epsom salt soaks and things like that. Mm -hmm. You're, you're caring for your home. So Lisa, does your home have a name? Oh, that's a, actually, I've never asked it. Okay. So that's your homework is what is your home's name? So you say, okay. go to the front door, you have a keypad or what have you, you, you press that and, and touch that and say, hello, home. My name is Lisa. What's your name? And then you see what comes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, very interesting. So we have multiple doors. So when you, when you have multiple doors, cause we have, we do have a, I guess the door that leads into the main living kitchen dining, we have a, completely different door that leads into the family room. And then we have the door that leads into our bedroom, which is the Ohana. So would I just go to my, that's a, the main door, or? the door, the door that you use the most, mm -hmm. oh, the door that you know. use the most. Actually, yeah. the way, cause the way that our, so we have kind of a courtyard and our house is mm -hmm. a U shape, um, like, horseshoe shape. And so again, we have these multiple doors to get into different parts of the house. Mm -hmm. So I use them all probably equally. <laughs> and whatever one you feel most drawn to and connected to. Okay. Okay. So everyone so, figure out. What so the name so do a lot of people have basements. Mm -hmm. Yep. The name of your house. And then after that, you're going to say, what do you need and see what your house needs. Mm -hmm. And the first time I asked my house that it screamed help because I wasn't paying attention to it. You know, you get caught up in life. You do, you go to work and you come home and kind of do your thing. Um, you know, circumstances come into your life and, and you kind of put that on the back burner sometimes. Um, that's just how life works. And, and so by help you 
um, you know, help your day go slow, go and flow and, and be more productive, uh, especially for people that, you know, have some handicap or health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had clients that, you know, strategically do things to their home that will help them. And it, and it's like the house runs itself, so to speak. Okay. Mm-hmm. But based on you talking about the, the windows, mm-hmm. I can't tell you for sure my windows need cleaning. <laughs> They, yeah, we have a lot of windows in our house and we, the, where we live, it's very dusty. We've got a lot of wind blowing the lava dust around. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. those suckers clean, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They like that little bit of TLC. So, you know, here in uh, the Midwest and a lot of part of the, of the um, Midwest area, we have basements. And so if you think about a basement, and that's your foundation. And you're doing this work. I always look at that. Um, you know, are there cracks in the floor? Um, do you feel like you have a steady foundation uh, in your daily practices? Now, for myself, in the morning, I get up and I say a few little prayers and do some rituals and meditate every single day. And it just helps my focus. And when I don't do those things, it kind of, you know, goes to hell in a handbasket. And so routine uh, full as well. And our homes are supposed to be the reflection of ourselves, not just a storage unit, you know, for our stuff. And if you've watched the hoarder show, that definitely uh, gives you some motivation to uh, do some clutter clearing for sure. And it seems like the new year is a great time too, because people want to set some new intentions. Maybe they want to um, do some upgrades or remodel or change colors and different things like that. And that all plays a huge part uh, in the space clearing pro- process. It's one of the pieces that that is key um, in space clearing uh, isn't going to isn't going to, you know, be like a, a magic uh, trick that that helps you. You have to it kind of gets you um, to see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. with your emotional body and how it's transferred out into the world. Yeah. I love that. Well, and so actually uh, speaking of the new year, I decided before, um, before new year's day that I was going to do a deep clutter clearing of my office mm-hmm. and my closet. Um, because even though I've only lived here for two years, it's amazing how much stuff we have acquired because we only moved with 40 boxes. So I can tell you like moving across the ocean, that was so freeing to really figure out what's important enough to ship because <laughs> we weren't going to bring furniture. So we just, I'm like, okay, we're bringing stuff in the suitcases and I'm shipping some boxes. And even some of the boxes that I shipped when I opened them, I'm like, why did I ship that? Why did I pay for that? And so anyway, mm-hmm. but so two years later, um, Really, for me, I I do know, I feel the difference when mm-hmm. everything has a home, everything is put away, it's clean, I know where things are. Um, it just, like you're saying, I mean, for me, it really frees my mind up to then now, like, I don't have to worry about that. I can actually get to work. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and maybe it's, it's a man with a walker and his son and they have the garage door open and the garage is just overflowing with stuff. And, and this, and the father says to the son, someday this will be all yours. And the son's like going, Oh dear Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so part of the, the issue that we have is, is things that are sentimental and we feel like if somebody gives us something and they've passed on that we need to keep that. Well, they don't really care if you, you keep it or not because, and is always with you. So one of my recommendations is to take a picture of that object, that item, whatever it is. And that saves a lot of space. Yes, it does. And, and pass it on. And, you know, who's, who's it going to make happy by saving it? Yeah. Well, I think people put, they, I guess, there are some people that I have worked with again in that former like home staging world where mm -hmm. I would have all people like really pack stuff away um, to get their house ready for sale. And so, like you're saying, sentimental stuff mm -hmm. and um, they mm -hmm. don't necessarily understand their past loved ones. Like they haven't mm -hmm. done mediumship or other things where they understand like right. their past loved ones are, are fine. Like they're like, yeah, yeah. you don't need yeah. to keep, <laughs> or the other aspect of it is, is, well, I, they paid a lot of money for it or somebody played a lot of money for it and different things like that. Well, money's just energy too. Right. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, so how so do we clear our space? We can, we can definitely raise that vibration and you can feel it. Mm -hmm. You can feel it. You know, things look brighter. Um, the colors seem more vibrant. And you just feel like a weight has been lifted off. Yes. Well, so how do you actually help people with the psychological aspect of releasing items? Because it is really, mm -hmm. it's a, it can be a deep rooted thing. It can be. And so clients that I've said, I'm not called to clear for you. Um, and, and I try and walk them through the process of, you know, who is, who's the person that gave you the item and, and how would they feel about it and so forth. And, and I bring up the fact that the Swedish culture does something it's called those starting, which is a Swedish death clearing. And they, they do this when they're in their middle ages, you know, 50 to 65 ish, because they don't want that to be a burden to the next generation. And I love that, that are uh, minimalistic and things are more linear. If you think about it as a design um, mm -hmm. aspect of it and, yeah. you know, maybe they only have a closet with seven outfits because do you really need more than that? You know, it's a little bit more minimalistic and um, clean lines. And so mm -hmm. by just incorporating those types of things into your life, it can really take the burden off. Yes. Well, and. I can tell you. So I'm a sing. I'm a only child of my mother who is, um, I, I don't think she watches my show, but she's, um, she's, I'd call her a hoarder. Um, mm -hmm. and so I'm gonna have, like, I'm just dreading what mm -hmm. happens when she passes away because mm -hmm. it's gonna be massive, like dumpster time. And, but she has some really, like amazing clothes and jewelry and really amazing stuff. Yeah. But I, I like she's in Washington. I'm not bringing it here to Hawaii. 
I can't. And it's not, and again, it's not my stuff. Right. <laughs> So if only, yes, yeah. if we could change the American culture to be more like the Swedish, that would be lovely. Yes. Yes. Well, and even thank heavens, you know, for, for these organizations that do estate sales and things like that too. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people when they're downsizing as they get older, you know, perhaps for example, my house has quite a few steps to get into yeah. and, you know, in another 20 years, it's not going to be a live. Most people wait too late to move. And by downsizing, you know, that kind of helps take care of some of that problem, you know, and thinking ahead, where am I going to be in five years or 10 years? And, um, you know, more people are having these living estate sales. And that's really become popular here in the Midwest. Okay. And, it's, and it's really been a wonderful thing because, you know, you're still able to recycle. Yeah. You know, furniture and those. Um, and that's, that's been really, really a benefit. Um, so when, when you think about the different rooms in your house, you're probably familiar, but maybe our audience is what, what the different rooms symbolize. So like the kitchen would be your nourishment and your connection, you know, different stories that you've told um, around the dinner table. And um, your office is more your career, um, your goals, uh, uh, your dining room and socializing as well, and and family time. And your your master bedroom is kind of your uh, reprieve and your sanctuary for rest. And our bathroom would be our um, cleansing. Hmm. Definitely a cleansing. So sometimes if you've had a rough day, what it feels the best is to take either a shower and or a bath and just wash the day off. Yeah. So so these different rooms in our home, home, you know, have one question I would have for you, Lisa, too, is this, do you have your toilet seat up or down? Oh, always lid. Lid. the lid yeah. always down. Like yeah. no, I I'm actually kind of um I don't like germs. <laughs> right. And, right. Yeah. yeah. And there's another reason for that because uh, when you have that toilet lid up, you're washing away all that prosperity just right down the drain. If you think about it. Mm -hmm. okay. And drain. It's been hold energy. And so we want to keep those vortexes under, under control. Okay. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if people are having problems in their personal life, then are you so looking at these different rooms in the house? Mm -hmm. Is there's connection then from most what I'm understanding? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, for example, a TV in the bedroom, you're not sleeping, yeah. get the TV needs to go. Yeah. Well, also, that, that's pretty. Uh, the TV in the bedroom also cuts into the intimate. Um, de definitely partner. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. So another thing is like for if you have uh, insects in your home, like, you know, sometimes you get ants just in the summertime here. That's boundaries. <laughs> the boundaries are you're not, you know, you're not setting proper boundaries. Um, you know, water is the emotional thing. So my, my brother-in-law died and uh, the day after he died, washer go working. Well, it's grief. You know, that water just not 
not working right. It was, it was a lot of grief energy um, there for them. And so it's really fascinating to me how everything's all connected. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, you may or may not know the answer to this. So this week we had to replace our garage door opener. Mm -hmm. So what does that represent? <laughs> Usually electricity means overthinking and it could be related to just spending time at home because some your home wants you to be there. Okay. Well, my home gets me every day because my mm -hmm. office is here and yeah, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm here yeah. more than anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, what else can you share with us? So, okay. So we're clutter clearing, right? Mm -hmm. so we're gonna, that's, yeah. one, that's one of the the first steps. Yes. And the packet that I have of people complete the day before I do their space clearing for them, I really want them to, um, you know, write a letter to their home. Mm. And, and so that sets the intention of what, what it is or business or camper or whatever space that it is, because, you know, wherever you're at, there's energy. Um, yeah. and then I generally have them put some salt in the carpet and let it set for a while because salt absorbs negative energy. Hmm. Okay. So, um, actually, and, and one, you know, using some essential oils. Do you, so, okay, let me, cause that, I have not heard that before about the salt. Mm -hmm. I know that it absorbs, but I didn't hear, I didn't know about the putting it on the carpet. So do you just take like normal, you know, table salt and you just sprinkle it all over the entire carpet? Yeah. I like, I like sea salt, you know, that you actually have to grind because it's an intentional thing. And so you're actually slowing down a little bit and doing that. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It's, it's just a little bit. Uh, you're using some essential oils in your, in your cleaning, your floors, like the holy basil. Um, it, it smells really good. And it's just that ritual cleansing that helps us clear our mind, I think. Yeah. Um, okay. And I always want people to get a really good night's sleep and actually in the morning do a lot of protein because it can be, um, it can be quite traumatic on the body sometimes. Uh, you know, if you're not, if you're not, um, properly purple weep, I've had people scream. I've had, you know, people that have just felt so joyful and it's, it's a really emotional process. So preparation is very important. So during the clearing too, I, I use mudras. Are you familiar with mudras, Lisa? I am. I'm not, I don't know mm -hmm. them very well, but I know it, but share with the audience. <laughs> yeah. So a mudra is a seal or a hand gesture. So for instance, most people would probably know the, the chin mudra with which is you taking your um, index finger and holding that. Um, and so I have them just, yep, yep. And you can put those, you can put it down on your, on your lap facing up and that's receiving. And if you flip it over this way, this way where it's down, then it's more grounding. And you can, you, if you're tuned with into your body, you know, which, what, which way you would want to position that. Um, and that just helps that connection. So, uh, the mudra is a seal. It's an energetic seal that helps with your prana, your life. And I do that a lot in my yoga classes as well. Um, Denise has created some mudras that we as space clearers um, use during the process as well. 
And so just sitting in a relaxed position, breathing. Um, and, and I also, you know, like to, uh, find out what the house number is of the person. And then I, and I do some research on the different numerology aspects of it. I'm not a numerology expert, so I do need a little help from, um, then, you know, kind of tell them the meaning of what their numbers are. Like my house number is 918. And I, it took, I didn't realize this. We've lived there for well, 32 years mm -hmm. that eight plus one equals nine. Right. You know, so it's kind of interesting how that happens as well. So my home's name is Zelda. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we have, Zelda, such, we have such just, a good relationship now, you know, she tells me what she needs. And I was just expecting her to perform like an athlete, but not nurturing her. And giving her the tools that she needed. And now, you know, as the years have gone by, we've done some remodeling projects and painting and things like that. And it's really, really um, just made such a difference. And most people either have a summer home or a winter home. And what I mean by that is, is, is how does it feel? Does it feel like it's light and airy like the summertime? Or does it in a blanket? in the wintertime. And I would say my house is more of a summer house. It faces south. So we get all that great light and energy all, all year round. Um, but it just feels really light in the summertime, um, mm -hmm. specifically. Uh, and in the wintertime, you know, it's just beautiful when that light comes in that front window and just, you know, you're kind of sitting on the couch and it just streams over your body and you just really feel warm and And yeah, okay. so and, my, my house is definitely a summer house. Mm -hmm. um, but the one back in Olympia, now that you've described that, definitely mm -hmm. a winter house. Mm -hmm. It even kind of like a ski chalet because it mm -hmm. had a loft, a frame kind of peak, and yes, very, lots of wood. <laughs> yeah, and, and then for a lot of turning inward, then. If you think about it that way, too, you know, especially in the wintertime, you know, we want to um, do some. Yeah, that's awesome. So our bodies can mirror our homes. So if we're feeling, you know, uh, tired, fatigued, uh, you know, if, if you look at your house and I like to use like the doors for an example, how you open and shut the door a lot, you know, like your bathroom door, for example, and then the paint kind of starts to chip off if it's painted, mm -hmm. things like that. And, and just noticing those different things in your house or the cord around, if the cord for it gets collects dust and things like that, um, you know, to tune into those kinds of things to, to see what that mind body connection is. Okay. I'm, yeah, as you're talking, all of my house is definitely talking to me. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, listen up, Lisa, <laughs> listen to what Peggy's saying. Well, um, yeah. yeah. And, and also too, you know, sometimes how you, have you ever went into a space and felt like you got goosebumps? Yeah. Like it was kind of creepy. Yes. And eerie or, you, yeah. or you go to a friend's house and everybody says, oh, your house is so welcoming and your house is so warm or your house is so comfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Excellent. So, okay. So then what else? I mean, okay. So when you're doing the clearing, because mm -hmm. so you can, you clear houses in person, but also remotely. Correct. Yes. That's the beauty of that because energy doesn't know time and space. Uh, right. And so it looks a little bit different probably for the client. Um, you know, it, it probably doesn't feel quite as tangible, um, but it's yet still very effective. And so I, you know, um, chat with the client. If I'm going to do a remote clearing, we, we chat on the phone and I talk to them about what we're going to be doing. And they, you know, in their mind's eye, uh, during the clearing appointment, you know, they're sitting in with that mudra position and they're imagining that, you know, seeing me going through the, the rooms in their homes. There's a lot of different ways that you can clear. And one of my favorite tools is sound because sound is very healing mm -hmm. and for people that live in apartments and maybe you can't burn sage or palo santo or any incense yeah it works wonders um and and everybody likes sound mostly and and i have a couple of different sound uh tools that i use i i have a drum and i and i use that and it's whatever spirit as far as those types of tools go um, whether it be, you know, like I said, my drum or this I have here is, this is my rattle. That's Roman. Okay. And that's great when there's kids in the house because then they, they help me and you wouldn't believe how good kids are at clearing energy because they're open. They don't have this expectation Yeah. and they're very, um, curious, very curious. And they're very, very intuitive, very intuitive. Mm -hmm. And then my other. Other little tool that I have a little gone, and this is uh, Miyagi. This is my little gong Miyagi, and so I don't know if that's resonating. I mean, I can hear it. That sound, yes, yeah, and that's very cleansing. So I take these tools too, and I go around the person's body as well. Okay, with that, um, and I also use, um, you know, this is a Palo Palo Santo stick which looks like so. And this one, of course, has been burned. Um, and this is a sage bundle. Mm -hmm. And then I also sometimes use, it just depends. You know, like I said, I'm really drawn by what spirit talks to me and tells me and, and what the client needs. And this is an incense cone. And it's just a little tiny, tiny okay. cone. Mm -hmm. um, and I make an altar whether it's in person or remote, we do an altar. Mm -hmm. I find a nice cloth to use with some candle crystals. Uh, I like to use a lot of rose quartz and citrine. Um, and then spirit again will guide me um, into what other stones I need. I use a lot of agate because uh, agate is indigenous to Minnesota um, mm -hmm. with Lake Superior here. Okay. And it's very grounding. Uh, the other thing that I love to use is my creation called Mojo Mist. Oh, and I was going to ask you about the Mojo Mist. That's my space clearing spray. So it's portable and you just shake it and you just spritz it around. Okay. So for peep smoke um, or maybe have some breathing issues, it's it's an earthy scent. Uh, it's got sage and Palo Santo, cedarwood, um, linden blossom, a little bit of rose water. And then for preservative, we use vodka and 
Pacific sea salt. And then I have a peridot stone in there. Okay. And, and that's went with me on vacation, many different places. So I have some in the car. Um, I have some at work. Um, and there's different types of energy in places, you know, sometimes you can kind of feel a predecessor energy, um, or maybe some sadness, you know, like if somebody has passed away and you're, and you're going someplace, um, you know, it's kind of nice to have that, uh, handy to use and you can use it indoors or outdoors. Um, you know, it's, it's fairly safe for pets. I would always ask your veterinarian before you would use it around any pets, or children, you know, in pregnancy, probably not, not something you may be, would just always check with a medical professional before uh, you would do that. Um, and then the, the beauty of the ingredients in that is they're all organic. And I take my moon blessed water and I set that out, the water out on the full moon and charge it with the full moon and put some intentions in it and then make my creation. And, uh, it's been just a fun process to do that and a, a labor of love for sure. Excellent. I never thought about um, putting the stone into the oil for the spray, but I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and so uh, if you think about sage specifically, it's more antimicrobial. So you're, you're getting yeah. a lot of benefits out of each element of what, what is in, um, in the spray as well. So, so I love that. And linden blossom is just a nice, um, more sedative effect. It's, it's, it's not too, um, potent. It's just a light, a light scent and that, and rose water, you know, when you think about rose, and so I like to bring that in. So we're taking this energy that's negative or heavy and we're, and we're having mama Gaia recycle it. And then we fill it up with love and light. Okay. Beautiful. So then, so in a house, would you do all of those things with the sound and the sage and then the Palo Santo and then the spray or you can, can. it it just depends on when I walk in. Okay. And what, what it feels this hard. And sometimes that's the case. Um, or or if it's just something that's a little bit more gentle, you know, some, some clients um, do, do a few things on their own. And so it's, it's not as dense uh, or um, heavy feeling. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you think about, you know, the seasons, it's a great thing to do is to clear your home every season, you know, at least four times a year. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are definitely inspiring me (laughs) here, Peggy, to, take like yeah to number one get my help my home's name i definitely want to know what her name is but mm-hmm. clean her windows yeah. uh clean yeah there's some i did now one thing that i am doing that she was wanting me to do but i also like i need to do this is we have seven different ceiling fans in our house mm-hmm. and they are all um, really old. That's one thing that they didn't not upgrade before it, when they put the house on the market. And, you know, I know for me, like light fixtures and things like that, because they're the accessory of the house, just changing mm-hmm. things like that out can make a yeah. huge difference in, Definitely. in the like, yeah, youth of your home. <laughs> Definitely. And so, for example, like one of our um, living room lights, 
I have more of a yellowish bulb in it that's a little bit softer. And I like that one more for at night, you know, mm -hmm. to like, like read or, or something, um, you know, before bed, especially. But if it's around dinner time and things like that, and I'm, I'm you know, maybe sitting doing something, um, then I'll turn on the light that's got a little bit more white what color to it. Um, and that's, that's definitely, you know, a personal choice too. But even, uh, even your, you know, your chandeliers, sometimes you, you change the globes out. And, and I did that during COVID with, with my chandelier in the dining room and our, our grandkids room. The amazing, it was just amazing how much better the light just shone right on the ceiling in the, in the dining room, just by switching those little globes around. Yeah. It was, it was really nice. A nice, nice feeling. Yeah. Len, I mean, so what I, I guess what I want people to understand by listening to you and just really this conversation is that our environment impacts us greatly. And you know, when I wrote my book, Sacred Soul Spaces, it was really taking a look at like, you are in this multidimensional environment. And right. so, you know, whether it's the clutter, it's the colors around you, it's the way your furniture is placed and how much mm -hmm. stuff you have. It's the sense, you know, the cleanliness, I, all of it actually matters and we don't realize it. We, we just kind of take it for granted. Absolutely. You're, you're hundred percent right on that we things. Um, so, uh, I'll share a little story about, um, Christmas time. And, and if, if you know what, like white elephant is. Yes. Okay. So, um, we play that and, um, somebody had brought a beautiful crystal bowl that was from Italy. And I thought, oh, wow, why would somebody get rid of it? And so of course I thought I needed it, which I really didn't, but it does bring me joy to look at it. You know, it looks beautiful in my China hutch and pass it on to someone in, in time. And uh, it's just interesting how we place value and, and thought into different things. Um, you know, back in the, in the 80s, you know, people did a lot of collecting, you know, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be precious moments or Boyd's Bears or all, all those, those types of things. China wow. even, honestly. The, nobody wants that anymore. No, they, they don't. Don't. It's it, it's a chore. Um, you know, energy um, to to have all those things, which um, you know, sometimes you get started on something and then you like have to go. Okay, we're going to cut this off now. No more of that. So for me, right now, it's been books, and so I love books, and I have a whole cabinet of books that I still need to read. So I have to be my own advocate and, and make sure that I pass those on once I'm done reading them and not keep them because I might need that information later. Yeah. Well, and I, that's. Look it up, the beauty of the internet. Yeah. Very interesting because that is actually one of the things that I had to clutter clear out of my office were books. Mm -hmm. And you know, some of them are books of friends, you know, that I was on their team, like they're, advanced reader team and I bought the book and all that. And, and the books are amazing, but then I'm like, okay, you know, so then there is this kind of like, 
can I give that away? Or yeah, it pulls at your heartstrings. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the sentimental part, I'm, I'm definitely pulled. But just, yeah, I'm generally not a very sentimental person when it comes to stuff like that. But I, I, I there's just something though, I guess, about you know, supporting my, my right. soul sisters. <laughs> yes. I I'm with you hundred percent. Yeah. Well, the beauty of it is, is half price books is, is, is a great resource. And that's usually what I try and do um, is, is, you know, purchase books through that uh, vendor. Um, and then the other rule that I have with, with stuff clothes is, is a really good one is, is one comes in, one needs to go out. Mm. one in one out um you know that can apply to pots and pans too uh you know when you get married you kind of you know get a lot of these things or whatever and if you maybe if you have two whole households and you and you join into one you have all this stuff and you're like well do i need five big frying pans probably not yeah uh so uh, more opportunities for for making it easy to um to get those passed on to someone else, either by Facebook marketplace or, you know, um, these different flea markets and all those kinds of things, you know, it used to be everybody had a garage sale. Well, I don't know as if people do that so much anymore. Uh, they do here. Okay. And, and we're going to be having one next month. Mm -hmm. Cause again, even though we've been here two years, we have, mm -hmm. <laughs> my husband, he's like, I just, yeah, it's a really good rule to just go through things. And, you know, when you have a friend that you're connecting with, you know, then that kind of holds you accountable as well. So yeah. that's a good idea too. And it, and it can be really overwhelming. So even if you just start with one drawer and if you, if you think about it this way, there's 365 days in a year. If you threw away one thing every day, you would be 365 things that you would have, you know, that would free up your time and your space. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so for you um, doing this, like in your household, do you notice a difference in your family um, when you have gone through this process every like quarter, like you're saying mm -hmm. to do a cleanse every it does help. So it's just my, my husband and I live in the house um, and, you know, our, our kids and grandkids come and, and visit and play and things like that. So the last time uh, our grandkids were here and of course they want to bring all the toys out into the living room, not in their room where I'd like them to be, but in the living room. Yeah. And, and so they were picking up the toys and, and one of them said, no, that's not the right place. And they call me Bestimore because they have so many grandparents. And Bestimore is grandma in Norwegian. Okay. And so the one says, well, that's not where Bestimore would want it. That's she put it back here. So I, you know, instilled in that things have their place, you know, appreciate what you do have and have a spot for it and be organized. Because when you're organized with your desk, even for example, you're easier to find things. It's a time saver. Yes. And you don't feel you know, frazzled. Yes, for sure. Well, mm -hmm. and actually, yeah, when my kids were young, I had a really hard time with all the toys, but my, mm -hmm. um, my method for st 
storing them, especially in the living room, just because that was the, the space that they needed to play with them, was I had um, storage ottoman, like a big storage ottoman as my coffee table. And even on the side, mm -hmm. storage so that I could hide the clutter mm -hmm. because clutter, mm -hmm. I mean, like I get really affected energetically with clutter. Yeah. So we have uh, another great thing when you're talking about different furniture designs. I love that you brought that up because, you know, even end tables that have drawers in them or, yeah. um, for instance, our TV stand isn't a TV stand. It's a dresser. And then there's also doors that open. Yeah. And so that's that's nice. You know, so you can kind of it's, it's fun to design like that, too, because, you know, I wouldn't have thought of it. Um, before, but my aunt is an interior designer. And she said, well, why don't we try this for a TV stand instead of remember the big old entertainment centers that were these giant things? Horrible. Yes. Oh, goodness, they went away. Yes. <laughs> you know, in, in the old fashioned, uh, you know, st stereo that, you know, thank heavens for Alexa and, and just uh, minimizing that too. I mean, vintage is kind of fun to have too and things like that, but, uh, but it's nice to be able to have it on a little bit smaller scale. Yes, I agree. Well, and I just even like, again, for people who work from home. So my, in Olympia, in my living room, my end tables, my side tables next to my sofa, they had pull open um, cabinet kind of style with shelves. And that's where I would put all of my paperwork that I was working on during the day. I didn't like working up in my office. I liked being on my couch next to my fireplace and it's really cozy. Yeah. It's my power position in my house. And so anyway, so I was able to hide those papers away. And so, yeah. So for those of you who work from home or, or have kids, like really to keep the clutter to a minimum um, mm -hmm. and really help you stay energized, think about your furniture because there are amazing, mm -hmm. amazing nowadays and like you're saying yeah creative yeah yeah use a dresser for your tv stand or use something else mm -hmm. like dual purpose mm -hmm. <laughs> multi-purpose yeah it's it, that's the beauty too of of um you know repurposing things um and and it's really beautiful how how you can turn something you know uh and give it a little bit more life it, it's a lot of fun yeah well, and if you're like me and you kind of like quirky things, you can always paint stuff too <laughs> to, to make it look fun and unique and different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun too. I love that as well. So yeah. Um, in my office here, um, I have my, my bigger gong. Um, and so my I brought it home and my husband was just like, really? You know, but I take it to yoga class sometimes and, okay. and do some sound healing with it and things. And that has just been, uh, you know, again, again, with the sound, do that, uh, play my gong. And uh, the other thing that that I suggest that people do and try is, is when you're in the kitchen making dinner dance while you're doing it. Move that energy. If you had if you've had a bad day, you just put on Taylor Swift and you shake it off. Right. <laughs> That's one of my husband's favorite sayings. Like, yeah, he's just like, shake it off, shake yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just moving your body mm -hmm. too will help move that energy out. Yes. Indeed. Beautiful. 
Dancing is a great way to do it. You have to, you know, it, it's not stressful on your joints or anything like that. So yeah. um, this summer um, I was at a festival and I had a booth there and there was someone there doing hula hoops. And let me tell you what, she was teaching me how to hula hoop again. And it was so much fun. It was yeah. so much fun. So, okay. So Peggy, I would love for you to share how people like what different kinds of ways can they work with you and how do they find you? Yeah. So my website's PeggyBenson.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Peggy Benson Space Clearing Specialist. And um, those are the two main ways that people can get a hold of me. And uh, if you sign up for um, my newsletter on my website, I have a free meditation that you can get. I do a a monthly newsletter and and talk about different uh, tips and things uh, in regards to space clearing and just energy and, you know, some tuition, um, bringing some of the clairs in as well. So, okay. And so what are the different, because we have people listening from all over the place, mm -hmm. like mainland Canada, maybe even Europe and Australia. And mm -hmm. so you can do clearings remotely, yes. what else, like what else, what are your other services that they could get remotely? So I do what's called a chakra cleanse as well. And that's, so that's a little black mini body scrub. So if you're into your own body, I do that. Um, I also do integrative energy techniques. And what that does is it's, it's using the angels to um, call upon them to help remove what it is, maybe it's grief or strife. Um, and then you're filling that back up. And that was developed by Stephen Thayer. And um, it's very similar to Reiki. Okay. Mm -hmm. But okay. you're using more of angel, angel type energy. And so being, being that we're, um, I, I pulled a card and, and I thought about you when I was picking my deck. And so I picked uh, Kyle Gray's Gateway to Light Activation. Mm. And so that's more of a multidimensional type type card. So the card that I picked for everybody today, yes. um, it's, it's Karmic Board Clearing, Energetic Clearing, and Rewrite Your Story and Live Your Truth. And so this is what it looks like. Okay. Yeah, I love Kyle Gray love his messages spiritual beings and these spiritual beings that that um come into our lives that we can call upon um help us heal and clear that energy and you know make this experience that we have as, as a human uh in a body uh full of purpose and love and happiness yes so i love that that's i just love how things uh you know are so synchronous synchronistic they are well i love that card that's mm -hmm. perfect because i don't know what the rest of the deck looks like but mm -hmm. like yeah, that card is perfect for what we're talking about mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's just amazing how that happens so and you know the other thing too to, to just you know get into the the intuitive side of things is is just um you know think about you know your spirit team. And if you don't know what that is, just do a, just do a little journaling. You know, sometimes people can automatic write or you just do meditation and you, you know, imagine that, 
that um, these, and they're there to support you and help, but you have free will. So you have to ask them for support. So I have a whole team of people and I have clearing um, guides too. Um, my main clearing guide is Truman. And, um, and he's, he's very helpful to me um, at getting the messages delivered from spirit um, and, and to see what, um, what the client needs and how I can help them and, and bring love and light into their, to their home and their, their space. Beautiful. Well, Peggy, we are out of time now, but I have really enjoyed having you on. And I know that our listeners have really, hopefully learned at least one new thing about their house because, yeah, yeah cause even though, you know, this is the kind of work I used to do, mm -hmm. I didn't, I, I didn't even think to ask my house what, what her name was or, you know, things like that. So yeah. you have inspired me and I hope you've inspired other people to really take note of your environment that you're living in. And again, then you can apply mm -hmm. that to your office, to your car, to every other space. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you need extra su support and help, Peggy, mm -hmm. can you out. Uh, yes. <laughs> I okay. definitely can. I'm so happy that you had me on, Lisa. Thank you. And PeggyBenson.com. That's how you can mm -hmm. find her and on Facebook. And mm -hmm. so I will see you all next time. Aloha. Aloha.